You're watching Meet the Movie Press. And coming up, we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman, The Mummy, and the new Hellboy. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Good morning, Simon. Oh, you're full of beans, aren't you? Uh oh yeah yeah oh yeah I am, I am ready to do this I missed last week's show Rocky did. Stryer did a fantastic job filling in for me yeah and well, now filling we're in back. for me because I was filling in for you that's right all the chairs were rearranged yeah. but I'm back in my spot welcome I am Jeff Snyder host of Meet the Movie Press editor in chief of the Tracking Board Tracking Hyphen Board dot com you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at at the In Snyder and with me as always. Simon Thompson. You can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Showbiz Simon. I've also got a Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson. Uh, yeah, and I'm from all over the place. I work for loads of people, so I'll be here all day. <laughs> He's just so, so popular. So there's that. Okay, where do you want to start? Where okay. do you want to start? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, let's let's talk about the Mummy. Okay, because it's the big release of the week. See these bags under my eyes. This is from watching the Mummy last night. Yeah, because I want to talk about that and then showing. Dark Universe, which people have been asking us we on have Twitter. A, I to have talk a whole. About. I have like eighteen bullet points here for the Mummy. Okay, let's let's kick off with the Mummy. Um, biggest release of the week this week. There are other films. We'll get to those later. But the Mummy. You saw it last night, right? Yeah. Okay. What did you think? Wasn't good. Okay. Really wanted it to be good. That was one bullet point. Not, <laughs> that was the not big, that's the big good. bullet point. Uh, that's Tom, the Tom, listen, I love Tom Cruise. He's, he he is, doesn't. To me, he's the only true movie star like yep. left practically. Mm-hmm. Um, God, he is. Is he miscast in this movie? Everyone around him is, is terrible. I, I there's there's not much to really recommend in this film and. I wanted it to be good because as a horror fan, mm. you know, I'm excited about Universal ponying up and doing, you know, the, the, this genre proud. Yeah. Uh, and, and going back to their legacy characters and, and doing this uh, classic monsters mm. universe. But this is not how you how you start the thing. Uh, and, and it's really because these movies, the characters are really supposed to be the stars. Okay. Uh, and this movie is overwhelmed by being the Tom Cruise show, mm-hmm. and it, it never really recovers from that. Uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I am a little nervous about the Dark Universe because, to me, Tom Cruise is by far the best movie star you're going to get. They've got Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. They've got Russell Crowe, mm-hmm. who is awful in this movie. I don't know who would want to see a standalone Jekyll and Hyde movie or would want him to be the Nick Fury of this universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Javier Bardem. Mm. It's like all, all these like fifty-year-old movie stars, and mm-hmm. it just—I um, don't know. I wonder if they're going to be rethinking this after after the Mummy. Alex Kurtzman um, and Chris Morgan. I, I feel like this movie needed a stronger producerial hand. I know Sean Daniel was also involved. Uh, a little, a little creaky, you know. A okay, little creaky. I. I was going to go to a screening on Tuesday. I had to sack it off, unfortunately. I was working a Stranger Things thing. Um, I'm very disappointed. I'm going to go and see it this weekend. I'm going to pay. Um, I'm very disappointed to hear that it's not good. But you've sold me on the fact that you say it's the Tom Cruise show. Because like you, I love a bit of Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is the fucking man. But people keep talking about this as a horror movie. Now, the originals were horror movies. But don't forget, those were not like... Scary, scary horror movies. They were like atmospheric I mean, horror movies. I just th- I thought that this this is much closer to you know the Brendan Fraser mummy than the original mummy. This is a swashbuckling is it, adventure movie. Is it the first Brendan Fraser movie or is it the second and third? 
I, I honestly, I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan okay. of that franchise. Uh, I know a lot of people have come out of the woodwork. I love the first one, and they're, and they're huge the supporters now of the Brendan Fraser movies. But yeah, yeah no, I was never really a, a fan. Um, yeah, it's, it's just uh, there's just it's just a miscalculation. Everything about it last night. Uh, I mean, I sat there in utter disbelief, and I have great respect for the team at Universal. Yeah. you know, but this is the second straight summer tentpole following Jason Bourne last year, where you're just. Yeah. Like, who thought this was a good idea as the dailies came in? Um, so so the question now is, yeah. should Universal worry about its dark universe? Okay. I don't think so. I think no. that it actually has the right movie next, yeah. which is The Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. That's the only movie that's dated. That, that's from Bill Condon. Mm-hmm. Much different director than Alex Kurtzman. I mean, much yeah. more experienced. Um, they don't have cast yet. No. I still think it's going to be Angelina Jolie. I think Angelina Jolie needs to reassert her commercial viability and needs to do a big movie. Yep. And if it's not Dark Phoenix, which I don't think it will be, uh, then I-, I think that she should do Bride of Frankenstein. I mean, if they don't get her, you have to look at Scarlett Johansson unless you're looking at her for like Creature from the Black Lagoon or something. It would be it would be great to have her in this world. But like, do you think that they, that Universal needs to hit the panic button right now? No, after one I movie. I mean, we're looking at uh, box office last night was two point seven million, for which, which is not bad. Which is not bad. It was much better than Oblivion, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. it's on pace for like the the biggest. Is it Tom Cruise's biggest well, global? I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to that now. We're, Sorry, lo- we're uh, looking at it. I'll let you do your box office. A, a, then. <laughs> a Thirty-five to forty million weekend uh, domestically, which is kind of where they thought it would be. You think it's going to hit thirty-five? That's what they're because it seems like projections have lowered to yeah. Like well, orig- originally it was originally it was forty, then it was thirty thirty-five. Now it's currently looking at like thirty-five to forty domestic. Okay. Now, while that's not amazing. It was a film. I think they they took 125 million to make, so it'll probably domestic. Deadline keeps beating the drum for this 195 million figure that they've heard. Like, is there no middle ground? But if you look at internationally, um, as you were about to say, it is looking like it's going to be the biggest non-domestic opening, or certainly one of the biggest, if not the biggest, for Tom Cruise. Right. Internationally, in Korea, South Korea alone on Tuesday, it took 6.6 million dollars. The biggest. Opening day of any film, it, it uh, beat right. uh, Train to Busan, uh, which is a brilliant movie. So, really, and again, the, the key are, to this, these kinds is, of stats, though, like they're meaningless. Well, well let's be are, honest. are they meaningless? Because we've had this discussion on the show previously that increasingly a lot of these movies where people are looking at the American box office, going, "Ooh, this is in trouble." It's actually becoming increasingly more important for the international box office, which is making up 70% of the box office, sometimes even more, which means that these films continue to be, you know, viable internationally, which means they will keep getting made. I don't think Universal are hitting the panic. I think they're disappointed with this. They have to be. Yeah, obviously they would be, but I don't think they're going to hit the panic button. I think there's too much invested. They've laid too much out of this very clearly with talent, directors, started to add dates to stuff to start to back away from this jason bloom said recently and 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 alex said something similar on this recently if you look at the budgets of these films and Mm. jason was like look you give me 20 million i'll give you a kick-ass movie you know there are directors out there who can deliver on these smaller budgets which means that then if they open at 35 40 you know it's fucking christmas because you've got twice your money back Eh, then advertising and stuff like that you're probably making a bit of profit but that's on your opening weekend alone you know this is a guy who's turned out he did get out 
very low budget by Hollywood standards, and then, what, $220 million. That's a great return on that. I think that is the key for this moving forward. International box office, lower the budget. Obviously, you spend a lot of money on the star, but you can do some very clever stuff with not a huge amount of money right now. And that... I think will be the key to moving this forward. And look, they even added Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, and yeah, that uh, was Phantom a nice little surprise. Boss, um, Alex mentioned Dracula potentially as well this week. This is too much of a cash cow. And if you think of the theme parks, the merchandise, everything that could come off this, I think we are Universal are not going to back away from this with any speed whatsoever. I got excited last night when you see that Universal logo come up. Yeah, and then suddenly it starts to rotate. That's the Dark Universe logo. It's what is on the other side of that globe. Uh, and, and, and it looked... It was just a cool moment, but yeah. at the same time... I mean, I don't. I, let's sorry. Let's let's get back to the budget thing because okay. uh, that was honestly my next bullet point. So, if this was 125, that's the question. Is this too, is that too high? Should this have been made for the in the 75, 85 million range, or completely like you said, taking it the Jason Blum model and doing it for? Five to twenty million. Yeah, I think. I mean, I was surprised when I heard one hundred and twenty-five. I was very surprised. It looks when more I heard expensive than that. It looks big. I yeah, mean, the, the, the production design, the sets, and that kind of but stuff. But they could have done this for a hundred million and still done a lot of really cool stuff. I mean, also a huge marketing budget. You know, Universal yeah. has really gone behind this, and and I. Although, strangely, on the posters, I've noticed, and we discussed this briefly the other week, they're all saying the Mummy Summer, whereas all the other movies that are coming out. They've got film title The Date. So I'm kind of, I was, it's kind of weird. What was weird is that Tom Cruise is not really front and center because they're selling the image with the mummy in her eyes yeah. and, the, and the lettering all over her face. Um, and and that brings me to my next bullet point. It's like this is the second Tom Cruise disappointment in mm. a row after Jack Reacher 2. Yeah. And it's like, is he still what he once was? Is it like, you know, Mission Impossible is still a very healthy franchise. Yeah. But, you know, d- does he take a hit with this movie? Uh, no. Does Universal have to be wor- nervous no. about American Made, which is obviously a much smaller budget thing. It looks great. But also great. It looks brilliant. I mean, that is that is Tom doing a brilliant mix of drama Tom and... <laughs> And just Batch charming crazy, Tom like, and the yeah the smooth talking Tom. Tom Cruise love it I I, I really like the trailer mm. um, the tra- there was a trailer in front of the Mummy last night for American Made and it was different than the one that was released online yep. all the coke that he's covered in the cocaine yep. that's not in the trailer that was in front of the Mummy I I wonder if that's because it's you know supposed to be a family friendly movie in a sense and they don't want to see the star of that movie covered in a bunch of coke beforehand. <laughs> Um, Come on, this is Hollywood. Who but, doesn't fall out of a plane covered in coke? But it, it looked uh, it, it looked like a return to, to form for Cruise a little bit. Brilliant! I, I'm genuinely excited about American Made, and I think it's very shrewd of Universal to release that this week. I, I agree. I think it's very shrewd because it's it, kind of like it was smart. Mummy's not hitting shit. Let's get this trailer out, and that's our end of September, which is not a long way away anyway. But I think it's. I don't think this is really going to affect Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise has had. You know, quite a few films over the years that haven't hit the mark, that have been critically mauled. He is, he's not, he's not a Johnny Depp. He seems to survive these things. You know, we're having a a film that misses the mark and he continues to be popular and especially internationally, he's still a popular film star. Tom Tom Cruise has never been accused of doing anything to anyone. He may be a little eccentric and and his religious stuff has gotten flat. I I don't think Johnny Depp, his his drop in appeal is entirely down to his personal situation. And you have to think, Paramount must be keeping an eye on these numbers because they're about to greenlight Top Gun Maverick. That's the new title. By the way, what did you think of that title? Shit. 
You didn't like that title? No. I mean, again, it's the, this is the Tom Cruise show. It is. It, it makes Which a lot of sense. I will watch. I will watch the Tom Cruise show because I love Tom Cruise. I, I watched Stranger Things recently. I'm the last man on the planet. We're going to talk about that later okay, in the show. Yeah, but, but I, they made a Tom Cruise reference in that. And I'm like, well, sure, holy shit. Yeah. He's so much ingrained in the industry. You know, I, I, just, I wonder if Paramount is looking at these mummy numbers and being like, okay, we need to... Like you said, a hundred million dollar budget yeah. cut off or whatever for Top yeah. Gun. Now Top Gun is, uh, I would say, a bigger brand than than the Mummy. I mean, mm. arguably, also, what do you think? But I think also Top Gun has so much love and so much heritage around it that I think on advertising spend, yeah, you can go to town. But that is a film that's going to sell itself. Top Gun Two. People way, are like, yeah, I'm in. It's Tom Cruise. It's Top Gun Two. I'm in. Um, and, and there was also news this week, just in terms of like what, what these mummy people have coming up next. Uh, Sophia Boutella mm. joined Fahrenheit 451 at yeah. HBO, yeah. joining Michael B. Jordan and Michael Shannon. That's, that, uh, that's a good move for her. I just feel like she has been not – she's you know Hollywood has done her a disservice, slathering her in all this makeup uh, between The Mummy and Star Trek Three. Like what happened to the Sophia Boutella from Kingsman? I want her back, and I think we're going to get her in Atomic Blonde. Yes, I agree with you that it has, but it's also given her two summer blockbusters. Okay. She's blowing up, yeah. Films that haven't exactly done, you know, dollar bills, yo. At the box. Oh, God, that sounded so white. Yeah. Um, it hasn't done, you know, huge amounts of money at the box office. Star still, Trek 3 was a bomb, too. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's still put her front and center two summers in a row. Absolutely. Listen, she's going to be working for a long time. Uh, if the likes of... She's ethnically ambiguous, so she, yeah. she she's like Oscar Isaac in that sense, where yeah, she yeah. can play a, a whole bunch of different ethnicities. If Toby Kebbell can keep working, Toby, who I absolutely love and is a lovely guy, he's been in more bombs than I can shake a stick at. If brilliant Toby Kebbell can keep working and be in multiple stinkers, she right, can do let, it. We'll, we'll move on from The Mummy. Okay. We spent a lot of time on that. I, I you know, Hopefully Universal will, will find some, course, uh, some form of course correction. Uh, yeah, I think they will. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty confident Dark Universe is going to continue, and I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. And make up it. your own mind. Some, some yeah. people, this, this Mummy movie may be for some people. Simon's going to check it out this weekend. Am, yeah. uh, we'll get back to you. Okay, so another movie doing uh, quite well at the box office, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder it's Woman. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a different doing kind of okay. story. It's doing uh, last yep. week. It had the, what was it? The biggest opening weekend for a female directed movie. Yes, pretty impressive. It's very impressive. I mean, it, it really stood up. Um, the, the reviews from audiences great. The reviews from critics were great. Um, some people are saying some of the critics went overboard. It's great, but it's not like the, we were great. we were definitely primed yeah. to go overboard. Yeah. Um, and some people I don't like to say this, but I will. Um, I think some people just went do a little bit of poster whoring to get their name on the the poster, right? With it's it, like, revolutionary. Yes, <laughs> never seen Was a woman it? in a movie before. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's a little bit of that. Um, but we got the sequel confirmed. Um, although there was, at one point in the week, Patty Jenkins signed up for Wonder Woman 2. And then it was like, she's not signed up is, for Wonder is, Woman wait, 2 what, yet. Was the sequel confirmed? There was no, like... Apparently. I, I saw I saw this on Slash Film that it's like, yeah, there is going mean, to be a sequel. I mean, obviously there's going to be a sequel. But, like, is it confirmed that there's going to be a sequel? Just because we got a story that said she's not signed for a sequel? Not the sequel, but a sequel? 
They're that gonna, was they're gonna do a Wonder that was Woman an sequel. interesting story though. So so Patty Jenkins is not signed. No, that, this is a, a bit of a bombshell. Yeah, what do you make of that? Uh, I think they're probably having negotiations. I think they would be mad not to pay whatever she wants to get her back to do it. I would do a Nolan with her. I would get her to do three movies. Now whether that's another Wonder Woman and then uh, Justice League type or other character movie, I don't know. Or whether it's a third Wonder Woman movie, do a bit of an Iron Man, have the three, and then just have Wonder Woman coming back as a, as, a, as a character every now and again. That's how I would play it. But Warner Brothers aren't taking advice from me. But I think clearly, as I, I was talking to Roxy about this last week, um, I think there's something that she has with this cast and this material that is going to be very difficult to replicate if she doesn't come back. There's something unique I'll, going I'll, on there. I'll put it this way. She's a great ambassador for the brand. Yeah. Uh, she's done, she's like, the, the media likes her. Yeah, um, you can see just the, the reaction on Twitter. You know, like Ava mm-hmm. DuVernay, uh, you know, saying, "Oh, I cried," and when yep. I saw Patty's name up there, like, there's a lot of goodwill towards her and but and buzz around her. So I think Warner Brothers absolutely has to uh, bring her back, and I think that they will. And I think that this is a this is a little thing that I that that, that could very well uh, happen. I think Patty Jenkins could be the first female director to make eight figures on a movie. Mm. I think that's true. I think she I could think make, that's totally fair. I think she could be the first woman to make $10 million directing a film. When is Patty Jenkins um, going to direct Tom Cruise? That's something but, I'd like but to he, see. But here's the question. Um, why didn't they have her signed for a sequel? You know, it's, it, I know they traditionally... Uh, a, a lot of directors have these options on sequels. So it, yeah. there was that kind of question this week. Like, dude, you know, basically, was Warner Brothers just not sure? Were they not confident in her ability? Do, do like, you know what? I don't. I don't know. I. I. I bottom line, I don't know. This is. This is not fact. It's it a is. shrewd move on her agent's part, so because they've got Warner Brothers now over a barrel. It's a shrewd move on her agent's part. It's also a shrewd move from Warner Brothers, who have been burnt previously by directors on product in the last certainly within the dcu sure who have then gone if it doesn't work out and wonder woman was a little bit of a gamble you know and they were kind of like a very popular character it could have not gone well and if you then don't have someone signed up you can probably just very quickly push them to the side and brush it off and lick your wounds and carry on and if you've been burnt once twice maybe three times you're kind of like maybe we should not do that paperwork and have to back out of it let's see and then if it works out really well and it proves to be profitable we can swallow that amount of money that we're going to have to pay her which would be more to make a sequel now you you just used the word gamble you said that uh wonder woman was a bit of a gamble it mm. could have gone either way well couldn't couldn't people say that about any movie though yeah. like no 100 100 percent I, I've just I've seen that word get attacked online because it's not often used when you know discussing uh, male directors. Uh, no, I'm, no. And here's the reason I say gamble is because we know that there is, and this is prevalent, you know, very often against female directors and, and female focused movies, where there's a there's the very big chance that men are not going to turn out and see it. Men are not going to like it. Men are going to have an issue with it. And and it's not going to sell to young boys and that kind of thing because it's a female hero a female superhero so there is that 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 is the gamble not patty and the chance that wonder woman i think didn't come off particularly well in batman versus superman so if you're then taking that character i think was underserved in that film put it that way i'll give you underserved Underserved. i I think people liked her in bbs people did but she was underserved and then giving her her own movie you're kind of like 
are people already a little bit reticent about coming on that journey to then go, I'm going to invest in Wonder Woman? If they already feel perhaps she wasn't drawn the right way or perhaps she wasn't given enough, you know, they don't invest enough in the character. That That is the gamble for me. Did you read David Edelstein's review this week? I didn't. Uh, there was a lot of commotion around it, uh, okay. just because people felt it was like uh, sort of leering at, at Gal Gadot, or um, I, I, I don't know. It was it was interesting that whole controversy because uh, I, I heard a, about a few, it. I a didn't few, read it. Fe, fe, a few female critics came to his aid. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Re, read up on that situation, okay. and then there's also a, a bunch of outlets ran this shit, and I don't see this at all. Okay. Oscar buzz for this movie? Yeah, I'm thinking Patty Jenkins. Like, I thought, what was it? Scott Feinberg or Chris Tapley? Someone was like, I've never uh, gotten so many messages on like a Monday morning, like from Academy members being like, Oh my god, what do you think of Patty Jenkins as a contender? I, I mean, I, I mean, if, if it happens, I'd be very, very pleased for her and everybody that gets nominated. I don't think this is best director, best acting, best supporting material. No, this, all those. This is below the line. If you're looking, visual yeah, effects, if you're looking costumes. at visual effects, costumes, yeah. design, sound, that kind of thing. Yes, absolutely. Very much so. Yeah. Could be I don't in see with this a running as an above the line player at I, all. No. I think people I mean, are getting I, carried away, and that's how you start a, a, a backlash. That's how, how many, backlash. But brews. how many films, even at festivals, do people start losing their shit over? You know, uh, and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I mean, I, I'm uh, uh, something uh, we often do this in the community where there are certain people that are more guilty of it than others. When you see a movie that you think everybody is going to like or you think you should like, people kind of lose their shit over it. It happened last summer with Blair Witch when everybody saw Blair Witch. People were so excited that it was a new Blair Witch movie. Everybody lost their shit, said it was the best thing ever. Right. It was awful. And it was fucking shit. It was oh, absolute man. dog shit. Was I'm awful. sorry. It was. It was not a good movie. It was way below the director's usual standard. Right. For me, it was just it was that, terrible. Yeah, I love Adam. And he knows. It was terrible. But everybody, and then, like, they backed away from it months later. I think we tend, and we did this again with them, uh, it was uh, Birth of a Nation last year. Everybody's like, Oscars, Oscars, Oscars. Okay, the situation changed around that film. But still, when people looked at the film, people kind of go change their opinion on it. We do get overexcited about some of these films sometimes. The the festival bubble hype is very real. Yeah. And I just think, no, as great as Wonder Woman was, and I really, really enjoyed it, it is not going to be above the line for me. It is going to, and it deserves below the line. Fair enough. Uh, and uh, We're going to transition because okay. we have a whole bunch of news items. But yep. real quickly, on that note, yep. as far as the festival bubble hype, mm. this movie, It Comes at Night. Okay. Which got great reviews out of like yep. the Overlook Film Festival. Mm-hmm. I saw it like a week or two ago. There's some there's some solid filmmaking on display, and, yep. and the acting is good. But man, this movie was a total total disappointment. Maybe the most disappointing movie I've seen all summer. It, it added up to just nothing. It's a movie that doesn't answer its own title. Wow. Uh, it, I was I was bummed by this A24 release. Bummed out. Uh, that comes out this weekend. It's supposed to do pretty well. It was yeah. made for like five million dollars. I think it's probably going to gross close to ten this weekend. Um, you see, I think but, uh, It Comes at Night sounds like a sexy horror movie. It Comes at Night. Yeah. Uh, With like a monster like the Jizz it, Master It, it is or definitely something. not sexy. It is bleak as fuck. Um, oh. But yeah, it, it was just very unsatisfying. And it was a, a disappointing follow-up uh, for uh, Trey Edward Schultz, who did Krisha. Yeah. which I really like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's whiz through some things very quickly. Yeah, you pick. Um, you go. Okay, let's talk about... Uh, we knew about Alien 5. Uh, Ridley Scott already said that's dead. Neil Blomkamp has now come out and said that, yes, it's dead. Well, now it's dead. really dead. Now, now it's Neil really Blomkamp dead. said it. Uh, but oh also, um, his District 9... This movie was never real. It was never real. It was real on paper. 
Um, and then it didn't become a thing. Uh, but also now, now that's dead, he's apparently looking at doing his District 9 spin-off that he talked about a long, 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 long time ago. Um, I'd be quite interested in that. Leave it alone, buddy. This is this is not the way to uh, re-engender yourself. But do you whatever. know do you know how I would do the spin-off? TV, a, like a sci-fi event six, a series, six or whatever. event series. That would be cool. Not a movie. I'll tell you his short film stuff. Have you seen like these short these trailers for like short films? Yeah, big budget things. Mm-hmm. I forget what the studio is called. Do you remember? No, the Neil Blomkamp thing. It looks really cool. Uh, you know, he's been in the news the past few weeks for the right reasons. Um, but yeah, no, leave District Nine alone, dude. Okay, he he's been he's been um uh, talking about like Elysium and Chappie, right? And how yeah, like he, he has yeah, which Elysium I I enjoyed. It's not a great movie, but I I did enjoy it. I enjoyed Chappie. He was that was the one he was really apologizing for, and, and uh, yeah, I really like Chappie. Simon's looking at me like I'm crazy. Two people I've met. There's you <laughs> and Emma Thrower who used to work at Empire. You were the two people I've met. We like Chappie. <laughs> All right. So Alien 5 is dead. R.I.P. Yeah. Alien 5. Uh, Paul Newman, Cars 3. They found some old voice work of his that he did. He's going to be back in Cars 3 as Doc Hudson. I. It's not a huge story, but yeah. I found that genuinely heartwarming. I'm generally against using people who've died in movies, but I do miss Paul Newman. I was thinking about him just recently. I think that's fucking creepy. I've never, I have not heard that, that story. Yeah. They're going to use Paul Newman's voice in a movie in two yeah. weeks. That's fucking weird. Sorry, yeah. I'm quite, I find it quite quite heartening. <laughs> you find it heartwarming. You I find it fucking the creepy. Uh, also announced uh, in the last 24 hours, um, the Melissa McCarthy holiday musical comedy that we've all been waiting for. I genuinely have. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Margie Claus uh, is, uh, is is happening, and it's coming Genuinely out in November 2019. Looking forward to this. I am. I how, like. I like Melissa McCarthy. I'm a Melissa McCarthy apologist. How many female Santa Claus movies are in development right now? Disney uh, has like two or three. Or like, yeah, and there's like, the Kevin Hart one. Right, Kevin Hart. There's like a million a fucking Santa Claus movies. Everyone yeah. wants to, the, to, you know, the next crack at Santa. Now that bad Santa's out of the way. Do you know why? Because they generally tend to do quite well. People like a good holiday movie. There's been a lack of them in the last couple of years, and I, I think they're coming back. I like that they went with Margie though. Yeah, I like. It's a great name for a Melissa McCarthy character. Margie. 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 Claus. Uh, but I, I think a Melissa McCarthy, Holiday, Directed musical, by her husband, comedy. though, right? Directed by Ben Falcone. Uh, yeah, I, but I like <sighs> The Boss. Have you, seen, have you seen The Nobodies on TV Land? Nobody's seen that. I, I, I've seen it. I like it. <laughs> you, me, and Chappie. Um, but no, it's a really, really, really great show. And it absolutely, it's, it's, it's basically um, created by Melissa. And it takes the constant piss out of her relationship with her and Ben. And by the fact that people give Ben work because they want Melissa McCarthy to be in things. I that, enjoyed that, that is kind of funny. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it, it's a genuinely funny show as well. Um so watch that. But no, I'm I'm up for this. I you know, I enjoyed the boss. I know it's not high comedy, but I enjoyed I that last year. I didn't think the boss was terrible, but no. uh I don't know. And I like it's... I like her. So there you go. Um Speaking of Melissa McCarthy. Yes. Let's talk about Do you know where I'm going with this? I have no idea. Let's see. I, I, let, let me handle the segues here. We're going to go <laughs> from Melissa McCarthy's Santa Claus movie oh, to Ghostbusters. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she was in, you like that? She was in Ghostbusters. Dan Aykroyd yeah. this week taking mm. just taking a big fat dump on Paul Feig. Uh, this was surprising. Like 
Dan Aykroyd apparently is just at that point in his career where he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. There was no real, you know, he was not playing the Hollywood politics game uh, here. And he ended up walking it back with like a a weird half-hearted apology. (laughs) Simon, you look like you're you're just ready to burst. Uh, No, it's just that every single time that Dan Aykroyd hits the road promoting his skull vodka... You know, the, vo- the vodka that he's got in that oh, skull he's bottle thing. He's doing a press tour in the UK for it at the moment. Um, and whenever he's doing the tour, everybody asks him about Ghostbusters. I think what he said, OK, Ghostbusters was not a great movie. There were a lot of mistakes with that movie. But I think he was very happy to get involved in that movie. He made suggestions to Paul Feig. Paul Feig didn't do them. And then they had to go and do the suggestions that Dan made anyway, according to Dan Aykroyd. Um, but also to take a dump on that movie when you were more than happy to take a paycheck to be involved with it. I think it's kind of kind of sly. And I guarantee that if they were doing a sequel, unlikely, but if they do, he and he got the phone call, he would still do it. And of, I'm just kind of, of like, course he come would. on, Dad, I, don't I just, be more classy. Don't a, shit where you eat, my it's friend. It's a little unfair. And let me listen. Paul Feig deserves some blame here. Like, he is not. Yeah. But, but, also, but he doesn't he, deserve it all. There's he plenty of this. blame to, to go around yeah. uh, about this Ghostbusters movie. And I just, I, I also love how the media seizes on everything every celebrity says. There's there's no even effort to confirm any of this shit. Yeah. So kudos to Deadline for reaching out to Sony and trying to, like, confirm that, that 30 to $40 million reshoot figure, which was absurd. People look like. People don't understand Hollywood and the business. People don't care. You, you know, so they, they write, they, you know, Dan Aykroyd says something and then they write it up as truth. You, I'm telling you, you can't believe anything celebrities say. They don't know what they're talking about. Also, with no disrespect to Dan, to I have been million. a fan of Dan's work for decades and decades and decades. But Dan Aykroyd is not at the heart of the movie making machine of Hollywood and has not been at the heart of no, the filmmaking more... machine in Hollywood yeah. for about. 20 years. They keep him around because they can't reach Bill Murray. You know, it's just come on, Dan. That was kind of a dick move. Yeah. It, it, Disappointed. It, it, it certainly it wasn't cool. I'm sure he has to. I'm sure he realizes Yeah, I was that. disappointed with that this week. Because Paul's a nice guy. He's one of the nicest guys in Hollywood. And I think he's a very very talented comedy director. You can't blame I just him for taking think... a swing. It's just... Ghostbusters yeah. was like no, but Ghostbusters was a committee movie. Everybody had their own ideas of what All it should have been, and it just movies. turned out to be not what anybody wanted, and it was just unfair. But there you go, Dan Aykroyd, bad Dan Aykroyd. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about Hellboy. I think. Yeah, I think let's talk about it. Someone, got a someone had an exclusive. Got a it scoop. Wasn't, got it wasn't a scoop. Me. It was no, you. it was me. I uncovered this one this week. Ooh, what do we got? Uh, so let me set the scene for you. So. It's Tuesday. It's Beverly Hills. I'm at the FYC event for Netflix for Stranger Things, which is potentially in line for Emmy nominations. Mm, thanks, Netflix. All the cast are um, are walking down the, the carpet. First person I get to talk to is David Harbour, obviously. Um, now, uh, he, you know, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, is going to be the new Hellboy. Um, he's just finished filming uh, Stranger Things season two, so I thought, well, I'll ask and see, you know, how far they are along with with Hellboy. So, um, it starts filming in September. Ooh! So that's when they start shooting. He confirmed that Get to me. Excited. Um, David has seen a lot of the art. He said the script is really good. He would say that. You yeah. know, but he seemed pretty convinced that it's good, whether it's good as in it's a good script or whether the script's good. Like, I'm good, bro. That kind of good. Don't know. Okay. Um, he's done some molds and some castings for Hellboy. 
So that side of things, they're trying out a few things. Uh, they're trying to come up with the whole thing was the phrase that he used. Um, but his big goal right now is he's going back to New York. He's going to hit the gym because he is, quote unquote, going to get big. Uh, so he's going to be lifting a lot of heavy things in his own words. But yeah, so um, start filming in September. Seen a lot of the art, likes it. Script is good. Uh, did some mouldings and castings. They're trying to come up with the whole thing for Hellboy. Um, and his big goal right now is going to go back to the gym. And he is going to get big, which is great. He is a tall fella. I mean, okay, I'm not particularly tall. But he's a, he's a tall fella. So standing in front of him and having him say this, I'm like, you are going to be a good Hellboy. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, so, so what was the scoop? September? September. And just an update on the production. Okay. But thanks for that. Thanks for your support on that, Scoop. I do appreciate that, Jim. Cameras will roll in yeah. September, folks. Uh, and also, I spoke Be to, there. I also spoke to uh, the Duffer Brothers, um, the guys who oversee the creators of the show, executive producers. Don't, don't roll your eyes. Did I? Yeah. Um, he, uh, they were saying that basically, you know, uh, Matthew Modine uh, played Dr. Bremner in the first season. And at the end, you've seen the show, right? If you haven't seen it, spoiler. Stranger Things? Of Stranger course things. I've seen yeah. the show. I oh, know, I just want to check. So you know when he kind of gets attacked by a monster, and I was like, okay, he's not listed in the second season. I asked them if Dr. Brenner is dead or not. They said not. Um, they want to, they don't think that would be the way for him to go, so they want to give him a proper send-off. Okay. I asked if Matthew... Is he had... getting a send-off? Is that the scoop that well, you just broke? I asked them if Matthew had been on set for season two, and they said they don't know, they can't remember. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not buying that at all. Uh -huh. But yeah, they uh, they say he's he's not dead, and they want to give that character a proper death. So expect to see Matthew Modine. If he doesn't appear in season two, we probably haven't seen the last of him. He does deserve a proper death, which is a nice thing for someone to say. Uh... I think he deserves a proper death. As I've noted yeah. previously on this show mm -hmm. and finally tweeted yesterday, uh, I, I keep hearing that the Duffers want to do four seasons of Stranger Things. Yeah. That Netflix is pushing hard for a fifth. We will see. But uh, rest assured, the show is going to continue beyond season there two. There is something very cool with Stranger Things coming up in the next couple of months. I can tell you that much between now and the launch. Mm -hmm. But I got okay. a heads up on this week. Is it a maze? I'm not saying. I'm sworn to secrecy. Did I, did I just guess it? I am not Simon telling Simon has the you. fucking jump on all these but mazes. There is so. something very that, cool. Oh my god, that would coming be... up for Stranger Things. Uh, that would be really cool. Just saying. Uh, when I can tell you, I'll tell you. I want a maze for Get Out, the sunken place. I, Those... I showed my parents that this week, uh, actually, and they 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 liked it. Good. You know, they they liked the parents, Twilight Zone and the Outer Limits. Your parents and that kind have got stuff, great taste, so. yeah. yeah but uh, but yeah, you know, <laughs> Get Out. One. I suggested that to the cast a couple of weeks ago that we should do a Get Out maze for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, so that would not surprise me. Let's let's continue talking about, talk shoot, about shooting stuff. shooting start dates. Since, yeah. since you're so enamored of of when things start, <sighs> I do. Tell me about Suicide Squad two, Simon. Uh, yeah, that hooray is going to start filming next year. Apparently, not so excited about that one. Still doesn't have a director, though. Doesn't have a director. Uh, Do you think Mel's going to sign on? I don't know. I get the feeling no. Mm. I get the feeling no, but Do you think I they'll get know. Patty Jenkins to do it? No, I do not think that. Okay. Uh, yeah, we will We will see what happens there. I, do you know what I think? Although it, I, 
didn't like Suicide Squad. I think they'll have learned their lessons for the second one. So I am strangely optimistic. THR said in some story, I forget what it was about, that, that Warner Brothers isn't really focused on Suicide Squad 2. That they're focused on Batgirl and what was the other one? This was in a story recently. I know what you're talking about, and now you've asked me. I can't remember yeah, what it was I fucking, either. I, I don't remember what the other one was, but, but it wasn't Suicide Squad 2. Maybe it was The Flash. Mm. Um, speaking, though, of, of DC, mm-hmm. Josh Gad meeting with them. Yeah. Very and, excited and there's about been this. A, a little bit of speculation that he has uh, created himself on Twitter, uh, that he could be playing the Penguin, and I, for one, love it. Yes. Here's my thoughts on this. I would love to see the Penguin in a DC movie. I would love to see a Penguin standalone DC movie. The Penguin. Fucking great the penguin. idea. Yeah. How good would that be? He can carry it. I think give the lead to the villain, and I think that would be great. I always loved uh, Batman Returns and what Danny DeVito did with Genius that character. And I, and I do think, man, he yeah, he felt like a fully formed villain with like a real story that you could delve mm-hmm. into. Uh, I, I don't know if the TV show Gotham has sort of ruined some of that potential. Like, I know that that was very heavy on the, on the Penguin yeah, and stuff, Yeah, I don't right? think so, because I think the... Uh, uh, no, I think they'll be able to exist separately, and I don't think that would change too much. Josh I think Gad would be good casting. People would be so on board with that. Seriously. Um, I know I would. Did you see him in uh, in in the Murder on the Orient Express trailer that yeah, this week? Yeah, I did. We, we, what we do you touched think of that on that trailer? briefly at the end of the last. I loved oh, okay. it. I, I think it looks really good. Yeah, we meant to talk about it more, but we just simply ran out of time. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Set, We're not genuinely a excited. Song there, it's like a, what an Imagine Dragons yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. Well, a weird a weird choice, but uh, but, but I, the trailer, I am looking forward to that. <sighs> yeah, that's a great ensemble cast. It does. And speaking of ensemble casts. <laughs> oh! No, you didn't. Segway King. Okay. Steven Spielberg's The Papers. Yes. Okay, so imagine all your favorite TV actors. Now they're in this movie. It's Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. Mm -hmm. This week they picked up Sarah Paulson, Mm -hmm. who is so good as Marsha Clark. Mm -hmm. Bob Odenkirk, Mm -hmm. Better Call Saul. Matthew Reese from mm-hmm. The Americans. Carrie Coon from Fargo. Jesse mm-hmm. Plemons from Fargo. Mm-hmm. David Cross. So, Mr. Show, Bob and David there. Mm-hmm. Bradley Whitford from The West Wing. Mm-hmm. Allison Brie. Mm-hmm. Bruce Greenwood. Tracy Letts. Michael Stuhlberg, also from Fargo. And Zach Woods from Silicon Valley. Holy shit. And Screech from Saved by the Bell. No, Screech from Saved by the Bell is not in there. I just saw Mr. Belding in something, though, recently. I think uh, it was uh, I'm Dying Up Here, that Showtime series that I oh. really like. But uh, I'm not going to talk about. Um, <laughs> Steven Spielberg's The Papers. This yeah. is all about the Pentagon Papers. It was retitled uh, From the Post to yep. the Papers, which I think is uh, a, a good call. This is going to be out this year. Mm. He works fucking fast. There are already photos of uh, him and Hanks and Meryl Streep in the Washington Post uh, you know, editorial meetings. Mm. Are you excited for another journalism drama? Yeah, I am. Very much so. I mean, I think we're. I mean, I think that there were a couple, a couple of years ago, obviously, Spotlight and, and Truth, and you know, Truth didn't do particularly well, although I quite enjoyed it. But I think they're always fascinating, and I think now it's a really good time to to kind of look at that kind of journalism. Um, I think it's very apt, and it's perfect. I mean, the fact that he is sort of You're pushing right. it through really quickly is a perfect time to do this. I mean, you know, I'm I'm very much the guy that said earlier in the show, let's not get excited about awards buzz, but this is the kind of thing where it does generate that kind of buzz purely from the fact that it's going to exist with that cast. Spielberg's senses are clearly tingling. He senses an opportunity with what is going on in the world and Trump and all that. Is he coming back? And just boom. 
Huh? Is he coming back for like a second renaissance of being classic Spielberg? Because some of his stuff has been a little bit hit or miss in the last sort of 10 or 15 years. Oh, the BFG was fucking awful. But I think Ready Player One... Ready Player One could be like amazing. Yeah. Like, that could be up there with his great I movies. I think he's hitting his stride again. Well. Yeah, he's just... To me, you know, I'm just like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling his decisions. He's like Tom right Cruise to me, like lifetime pass for Steven Spielberg. Yeah, come on, well, absolutely. Yeah. But also talking of um, Bradley Whitford, he's joined uh, Godzilla, the King of the Monsters. That's this right. Week. Another, hey, good, good job. Queen good of job. the segue. I could have gone one or two Queen ways with that segues. segue, but nice, nice job. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Bradley Whitford joined. Uh, Zhang Ziyi mm-hmm. joined the cast. Thomas Middleditch joined mm-hmm. the cast. Everybody's in your in the MonsterVerse now. You get a role in the MonsterVerse. Yeah. You get a role in the MonsterVerse. You all get a role in the MonsterVerse. What was interesting was that uh, yesterday, uh, Legendary's uh, Zhang Ziyi mm-hmm. announcement noted how she will, uh, you know, stay with the the, the franchise into yep. uh, you know additional entries in the MonsterVerse. Uh, something I would want to touch on very very quickly um, that I think you know we might have a, a couple of minutes chat about is is the Sony launching their clean version. Uh, of movies for for kids um that was announced around a week ago uh basically movies adapted for a wider audience so they take out things that kids m- might not be suitable for kids what do you think about that um, you see i i get why they're doing it i'm just kind of like i watched some fucked up shit yeah, when I, I was a kid i'm not a fan of the practice of, of scrubbing no. these movies clearly seth rogan isn't either he tweeted his displeasure it's like I, I get if you have to clean something up for like a, a an airplane, yeah, or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's weird that there will be uh, just alternate versions of these movies that are stripped down of everything that makes them interesting. Not that just like anything that's offensive or R rated is what makes a movie interesting. But well, I've noticed this on on TV here. I, you know, occasionally I stick on channels like TNT, and the other day they were showing Devil's Advocate during the middle of the day, and there's a bit at the end of that. I mean, spoiler, it's been out for like 15 years, but. Um, where um, Al Pacino uh, has Keanu Reeves and he's got his sister there and it's like, oh, you know, his sister's making out. And they take out the swearing, uh, but they leave in the incest and then when the woman takes her top off and you might see her tits, they like they cut that out or cover that up. And I'm like, so it's fine to show sisters making out, but you can't see her tits. Probably should use the word breasts. Breasts? <laughs> Bosoms. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of, it's a weird... Double standard. And then, like, when I went to see Deadpool last year, and it's like there were families taking their kids who were, like, 10 years old. And I'm like... That's the parent's choice, though. It is That's, the parent's choice. It's like choice. it's not for us to judge. No, it's but it's kind of like... It's a weird... It's a weird... It's a kind of, a, you know, an odd thing. I watched loads of weird stuff when I was a kid and stuff that I was... And look at how you turned out. For. Fucked up. This is a good point, Sony. I totally agree with your, uh, your clean version <laughs> idea. An immediate one. Yeah, that, that argument actually had me there, to be honest with you. Look at me. Look what can happen. I um, just, you know, I just don't think... If you don't want your kids to see Ghostbusters or Talladega Nights or Elysium or whatever, then don't let your kids see those movies if if they if you think they're inappropriate because that's part of the movie that's the way the movie was made but you know i'm not a parent so what do i know but uh we got some bits and bobs bits and bobs to get through in the last Tits-bits. three minutes of the, sh- the show okay jama Sara directing a waco movie yes. written by mark bull mm-hmm. produced by annapurna Yay or nay? Do we need another? Like, there's a Waco like event series coming with Taylor Kitsch and Michael Shannon. Yeah, I mean, do he we need another Waco uh, thing? Do we need it? No. Would I like to see it? Yes. I also like his previous work, Orphan and yeah, the Shallows. He's underrated. Uh, unknown and nonstop. Yeah, you know. OK, 
okay with those, but uh, yeah. It's a big leap for him. Yeah. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's doing a World War II drama, The Lost Airman. Yep. Uh, Haley Steinfeld, Bumblebee. I guess that was more last week. That was last but, week. Uh, we touched on that on the show. Yeah, yeah I mean, do, do, do you like that? Yeah, I, as I said on the show last week, I think it's kind of, she's going to be wasted in that, but it will give her the high-profile summer movie that she kind of will help boost her profile and perhaps put it back I, on the track. I think track it's the best can, sort of possible yeah. casting a movie like that can get. Uh, you said that Carl Reiner is going to show up in Ocean's he 8? He is. He's going to make a cameo as Sam Bloom. Um, he's one of the few returning from Ocean's uh, you know, 11 and 12 uh, that are going to come back and appear in this all-female mm-hmm. Steven Soderbergh thing. Cool. Well, I like Carl Reiner. When I went home this weekend, my grandfather was raving about a documentary he watched about Carl Reiner. Yeah, I did the red carpet for that. Seriously, oh, it's a obit, superb. Uh, yeah, it's a superb yeah, documentary. Uh, so, so check that out. Um, Ryan Coogler yeah, uh, and, and, Michael B. Jordan. and Michael B. Jordan reteaming for a cheating scandal. Wrong drama. answer. This you know, this was news that broke two years ago. Yeah. Uh, it just it got set up now uh, with, with you know Plan B producing or whatever. But really interesting role for Michael B. Jordan where he's going to be playing a teacher who helped uh, students cheat. And I am I am light, liking these cheating dramas. You this know. one could be really good. Yeah, I'm liking uh, that. Man, what else? Uh, uh, Hannah John Kamen got a role in Ant-Man and the Wasp. But, you yeah. know, I don't know what that character is. I'm sure you'll see plenty of speculation online. Uh, check out the trailers for the Unabomber series starring Sam Worthington. I thought that looked cool. Uh, and then, of course, R.I.P. Glenn Headley, who uh, Yeah, who very died sad this, this morning. Um, I mean, a lot of people are talking about her in, in Dick Tracy. She played um, Tess Trueheart. But uh, Dirty Rotten Scandals, Purple Rose of Cairo. Mr. Holland's Opus. Yeah. I mean, just saw her, saw her in The Night Of, in The Circle. And I always yeah. liked her in Don John. Yeah. So uh, she will be missed, R.I.P. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I think that's it for this week. Uh, what, what a big show. There's a yes. lot to get through. I'm sorry for, for raining on your Hellboy thing. September, okay. folks. Everybody... Hellboy coming in September exclusive. You heard it here on you Meet the Movie Press. With just Simon watch Thompson. the film sites. Ignore that. Where can uh, the good <laughs> folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Showbiz Simon. You can find me on a Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson. Um, and don't forget to like the show and and subscribe and tweet about it. We had um, you know guys in the chat show Jake Silver um, especially say, yeah, "Why don't people nice tweet guy. about the show?" And he's I done it today. I don't know. So we should be on T-shirts. Buy us a billboard, folks. I'm yeah. Jeff Snyder, editor in chief of the Tracking Board, Tracking-Board.com. Find me on Twitter and Instagram and at the Insnyder. Thanks, as always, for watching the Popcorn Talk Network. And Welcome have back. Have a wonderful, a mummy-rific weekend, I suppose. Yeah. Arr. Arr. I'm auditioning <laughs> for the sequel. <laughs> you're a monster. <laughs> oh, sir, you're a monster. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.